G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. We are going to be talking to two of the people I would describe in Australia uh, for the past uh, 30, 40 years as great heroes of the Christian faith, uh, people who've stood uh, in the face of all sorts of criticism to stand for righteousness. As one comment came about the couple we'll talk to today, for over 40 years, David and Ros Phillips have led an unremitting, relentless struggle against social and spiritual erosion in our society. It's cost them dearly. They've paid a high price monetarily, professionally, emotionally and socially. Our two special guests over this coming hour, Dr. David Phillips, who is the National Director of Family Voice Australia. He served as the chairman of the Festival of Light in South Australia in a voluntary capacity from 1975 through to 2006. He concluded his previous scientific career in 2001 as a principal research scientist with the Commonwealth Government. And, of course, Roz Phillips is a National Research Officer with Family Voice. She was Deputy Chair. Now, this is her career going right back to Deputy Chair of the first Festival of Light Committee back in 1973. She married David in 1965. So if you do the maths, that's 51 years of marriage. Roz is co-editor of the national magazine called Vox Point which has won 10 awards from the Australasian Religious Press Association. And together, David and Roz have been involved in numerous submissions to inquiries on issues like marriage and divorce, parents and children, media standards, drugs and prostitution, you name it. They've had their their iron in the fire when it comes to the influence upon Australia. And they are both motivated by their strong faith in Jesus Christ as Lord. And we are going to honour them uh, through this coming hour uh, with uh, their insights into a whole lot of different issues because they are going to hang up the gloves. Uh, Time to step aside, a transition to retirement. David and Roz Phillips in Adelaide, uh, welcome along to 2020. It's good to be with you, Neil. Indeed. Uh, well, Roz, you are these days uh, one of the regular voices that people will hear on uh, Vision on uh, 2020, and we often seek your comment, your insight into the issues that are unfolding, that are shaping our culture. David, we haven't heard as much of you in recent years because uh, Roz has become the primary voice for Family Voice Australia. But let me just come to, uh, to uh, the, the whole idea of the end of an era, uh, and people might be wondering, are David and Roz going to fall off the face of the earth? I don't think that's the case. But uh, first of all, uh, David Phillips, uh, what does the end of an era mean for you and Roz? Well, uh, it's uh, I'd call it an end of a chapter. Family Voice, uh, of course, will continue. We have uh, new leadership coming in in December when we step down. Um, and it has been a large part of our lives, but uh, our Christian faith will continue, our 
concern for Australia and Christian values in Australia will continue, uh, but we, we won't be leaving Family Voice. We will think about these issues and we, we may write about them from time to time. We will certainly be in the background uh, praying and supporting that uh, Christian faith will continue to have an influence on this nation and that Family Voice will be part of the, the process of uh, commending the value of the Christian faith to this nation of Australia. And Roz, I know that when the announcement did come that you and David were standing aside, uh, there is a uh, there was that uh, that assurance that you know from time to time the voice of Roz Phillips will uh, pop up and you will have lots of things still to say, but you won't have the responsibility upon your shoulders. Is that likely to be a bit of a relief for you? In some ways, yes, indeed, Neil. Um, we do have 15 grandchildren that I fear we have not been spending enough time with. There are all sorts of other things that have been neglected and that we'd like to get round to doing. So, yes, yeah, it will be uh, time to to do those things. And a transition of leadership. Uh, you're you've got a new leader who's going to be your national spokesperson and uh, we haven't heard yet much from Ashley Saunders but uh, Ashley is a very significant figure and he's going to carry uh, the workload very strongly and he's going to carry the values forward. Uh, David, what are your thoughts about about Ashley Saunders? Well, Ashley has a unique background for this role. Uh, As you know, Um, We deal with a lot of legislation and laws because we're seeking good laws for Australia and the Australian states. Ashley actually started his career as a solicitor and practiced law for for 19 years. So he comes with a very good background and strength in, in law. Second thing is we are continually engaging with uh, members of parliament and with parliamentary committees and those sorts of things. Ashley uh, spent some time in local government as an alderman and he has also been involved uh, as uh, on the New South Wales state executive of uh, one of the major parties in Australia. So um, Ashley has a knowledge of the political world from the inside of local government and the inside of a political party. So that's a huge asset he brings to the role. But on top of that, he trained for the ministry uh, at Malling College in Sydney, the Baptist College, and he um, was senior pastor of uh, two Baptist churches, one in Sydney and currently uh, another one in Queensland. And uh, so he has had... um, I forget now, 12, 15 years in Christian ministry. So he is well-versed in theology. He has a Master of Divinity degree, so he's very well-informed theologically. So Ashley brings to the role a knowledge of law, a knowledge of uh, politics and parliament, and a knowledge of the Bible and a knowledge of uh, Christian doctrine uh, and, and Christian ministry. So those are quite a unique combination. You don't often find uh, those three skills or backgrounds or experience in a single person. So we, are, uh, we believe Ashley is um, 
God's choice for the role. Sounds like Family Voice Australia is actually going to be in good hands, passing to a safe set of hands. As we reflect on the times previous, uh, 40 years plus it is now, uh, Roz, I mentioned in the introduction there that uh, there was one comment that was made about you and David about uh, the relentless struggle against social and spiritual erosion in our society uh, and the fact that it's cost you dearly. Uh, when you th- reflect on uh, a career of, uh, of serving God and uh, helping to shape the spiritual context of Australia, uh, how do you reflect on the things that it has cost you over the many years? Well, Neil, I guess I don't really think about that. Um, there are so many Christians who have given up more than we have um, one of our own children is serving God overseas in the Middle East and uh, the things that missionaries like that give up are far greater than God has called us to do. So we're just blessed that uh, God can use us. And I want to talk, uh, we can come back to some of these things as we go with our conversation, but it is marriage week this week and I mentioned that the two of you have been married for 51 years. Uh, David, as you reflect on 51 years, is this, uh, is this a long 51 years or is this a short 51 years? Oh, it's uh, gone like lightning, Neil. But, um, <clears throat> it's been a wonderful time. Um, so we've had a, a very happy marriage and continue to do so. I've been blessed by a wonderful wife um, and uh, it's, it's been a wonderful partnership together as we've moved forward. And, Ros, 51 years of marriage gives you a wonderful foundation to be able to speak into uh, issues that are happening in family life in Australia. And, of course, some people will be saying, well, a plebiscite's being presented in the Parliament today and there's likely to be a a plebiscite, if it is uh, passed, uh, sometime early February. February 11th is the the planned time. Uh, Why is it uh, that Ros Phillips, this trusted voice that we've been hearing, uh, might well be changing directions right now. What sort of thoughts do you have uh, about uh, your own uh, change of leadership and the fact that there is really a very big battle that still needs to be fought? Oh, indeed, there is, Neil. And uh, we'll continue to do whatever we can in whatever position we are because Family Voice, of course, will continue this campaign. Uh, on the plebiscite itself, I just pray that it happens because the way things stand at present, although the bill to be introduced today will pass the House of Reps, um, it's most unlikely to pass the Senate. And if it doesn't pass the Senate, it won't happen. So we can only just pray that there is a big change of heart um, among the senators and the opposition parties. We'll talk some more about marriage and the plebiscite and all sorts of other things as we get some reflection on the long career of these two champions, David and Roz Phillips from Family Voice Australia. You can be a part of our conversation on 1-800-316-316 if you would like to interact, uh, if you'd like to uh, make your own uh, comment, if you'd like to honour this couple, uh, 1-800-316-316. David, as you reflect on the 40 years plus of Family Voice Australia, uh, what are the sorts of highlights that come to mind uh, of some of the battles that you've had to face over these decades? Well, um, one of the things, uh, it, it's hard to 
pick on highlights, but <clears throat> let me just pick a few. Uh, we've had um, international speakers uh, come to Australia on several occasions, uh, and they indicate the change in the kinds of battles we've faced over the years. The first um, international speaker was Mary Whitehouse in 1973, and the big issue at that time was the flood of pornography that was coming into Australia and uh, South Australia in particular as uh, import laws were relaxed and so on. So Mary Whitehouse, who'd been a great champion in Britain for cleaning up TV in Britain, um, <clears throat> came out here to inspire us to uh, stand up for family values and oppose the flood of pornography. She came back in uh, 1978 and the um, the, the in incursion of pornography had uh, gone even as far as there being no limits on child pornography in South Australia and the then Premier Don Dunstan defended uh, the right of people to have access to child pornography and we opposed it and the, the Mary Whitehouse visit in 1978 was critical in uh, um, uh, inspiring public opinion to say no child pornography is not all right and it, it should be prohibited and as a result of or following her visit parliament actually um, banned child pornography and that change in south australian law gradually spread spread throughout other states so i think that was a great victory uh, um, on on the child porn issue then um, another great highlight was um, moving forward quite a few years 1999 the republican referendum um, where there was a an attempt to dismantle the constitutional structure that uh, has the checks and balances that protect us and that was defeated we were one of many groups to campaign uh, against the republican model put to the people at that time then in 2010 so a shift from uh, looking at pornography to looking at constitutional issues. Then in 2010, we had the visit, visit of um, Bishop Michael Nazirali from Britain, and he identified the two pressures in Britain that were challenging British society, and they were the same in Australia, where on the one hand, um, is Islamist extremism and the push for Sharia law and um, the violence that goes with that and uh, so there's a push from that direction there's also the push from um, very aggressive uh, secularists and atheists trying to push um, get rid of all Christian influence in society so he came out and said in the middle is the is the Christian faith and the values that have held Britain and Australia together for um, many years and he said we need to um, defend and champion and celebrate the uh, contribution that Christianity can make to society. <clears throat> then a few years later we had the visit of Vishal Mangawadi, um, an, Italian, uh, an, uh, an Indian uh, Christian philosopher <clears throat> and he had a, uh, published a book the book that made your world his central thesis uh, is that everything good about the western society uh, of which australia is part
came from the Bible, came from Christian foundations. <clears throat> and he was saying so often we forget the huge contribution that the Christian faith and the Bible have made to what we take for granted in Australia today. So um, that has indicated a, a change in the battles that have been fought over the years. Uh, the battles... I would say we're still fighting the original ones too. <laughs> yes. We haven't forgotten the problems of pornography and uh, with the modern technology they're causing greater problems among young people than ever before. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well, we're honouring David and Roz Phillips from Family Voice Australia today, getting their perspectives together. It is Marriage Week. It is a significant week with what's happening in the Parliament and the legislation for a plebiscite that will be introduced into the Parliament today. We're reflecting on 40 years. In fact, it's 43, if we're being more precise, of the time that David and Roz Phillips have been at the helm of Family Voice Australia. Now, there's a changing of the guard on the way, but uh, we're taking calls today reflecting on changes that have happened in Australia on some of the highlights of Family Voice Australia and the way that David and Roz Phillips have been able to contribute to the way things have gone in the way that Christians think about the things that have been happening as change in our society. As we're taking calls, let's hear from Shelby in Brisbane. Hello, Shelby. Welcome along. Hello, hello, Neil. Hello, uh, David. Was mate. Um, I just have to say, um, I'm just um, so pleased. Um, I, I've um, listened to your stations for so much, and um, you've had so many wonderful people on, along with um, Roz and David. And um, it's just sad to hear that they're going to hand the reins over. But it's great uh, to think that it's still going to continue. Um, and uh, I just think they've done a wonderful job. Um, I've been out uh, doing a lot, this, a lot of stuff with the um, uh, what's involved in the plebiscite, the school, um, uh, what I call inequality uh, thing, and um, unsafe school. But um, it's just fantastic that you guys have put so much effort into your lives to put this here for people like myself that can tag on at the tail end and help out in whatever way. Um, and I just uh, commend you uh, tremendously. Great thoughts, uh, Shelby. Uh, response from David Phillips. David, your thoughts on what Shelby's sharing? Well, uh, it has always been a challenge. I think if you look back over biblical history, we see uh, great people like um, Joseph in ancient Egypt who had all sorts of challenges in his life, but he uh, honoured God and ended up being essentially Prime Minister of Egypt, influencing Egypt for the better at the time. And then uh, in another era, there was uh, Daniel and, uh, and then Esther, who found themselves in an opportunity to um, influence government. They had very tough situations. They faced uh, all kinds of danger, but they were there to indicate uh, to the leaders of the day how beneficial it is to serve God and uh, it's a real honour to be able to do that and that's what we've been seeking to do to honour God uh, in commending his ways as the best ways for Australia to go. 
Thank you. Shelby from Brisbane, thanks so much for your call today. Our talkback line open on 1-800-316-316 if you'd like to be part of our conversation as we honour David and Ros Phillips and get their thoughts on things that are happening, shaping our culture even today and enjoying their reflection on those things that have happened over 40 years as they've been at the helm of Family Voice Australia. Let's hear from Joe in Blacktown in Sydney. Hello, Joe. Welcome along. Oh, good morning, everybody. Um, I just wanted to uh, make the point that uh, we're such a wonderful uh, nation in Australia, although being just 200 years old. And people from around the world must look at us and just scratch their head and go, how have they done so well in just 200 years? We have other nations in the world that have been uh, functioning for thousands of years and they're a disaster. And here we are 200 years young and, and going fantastically well. One of the best health systems in the world, a free society, a Christian society. And I propose it is because of that St. George cross in the corner of our flag, our Christian values. And it's interesting to see that every, on every side we're open to attack, and at the basis of it is, is, is our biblical principles under attack. And it occurs to me that, that um, for instance, the, the, uh, is a bit of a different issue, the Republican issue. They, they're happy to have a, a blue banner with the Southern Cross, with, with, a, with the great Southland of the Holy Spirit, but they want that Union Jack gone. And some knowingly, and I think some but mostly unknowingly, is because of the cross of Christ in the middle of that flag. Now, we are the salt. We should have our saltiness. Why are many of my Christian friends voting for socialist governments who are atheist and humanistic at their uh, basis? Let's stand on our biblical principles and let's have a voice and let's um, speak out against this wrongdoing. And let's do so with some love and compassion, but also let's just stand on the, on the, on the truth. And let's get back to our biblical principles that, has ma- that have made us such a wonderful, great nation in the first place. Let's hear a response from Roz uh, to Joe from Blacktown. Well, I think Joe's right that uh, so much that's good in our society comes from our biblical values, that our Christian heritage, and that Christian heritage is certainly under attack right now. Um, sadly, not all Christians realise the extent of it. But thank you, Joe, for pointing that out. Thank you to Joe from Blacktown. Oh, Joe, before you go, yes, just Neil, a response from David. A yes, on that? yes, absolutely, David. Uh, one of the things Neil said, we're, we're just 200 years young. But one of the things that <clears throat> people uh, often don't appreciate is that our constitutional structure in Australia is one of the oldest in the world. We are probably the um, fifth or so oldest constitutions in the world. Um, even many of the European countries that have been around for centuries have not had such a stable constitutional structure. In the the uh, countries with older constitutions, Britain and America and uh, Sweden and Switzerland, um, are, are a few, uh, and uh, all but one of those are monarchies, just by the way, and... Um, we have, so we have been blessed with a constitution which has provided great stability. Now, what is the origin of our constitution? Well, it was written in the late 1880s, 1890s, which was a high point of Christian influence in, in Britain and Australia. So all the checks and balances that are built into our constitution have strong Christian insight. And that has given us this wonderfully stable. So even though uh, if you go to Europe and you see all the ancient ruins of Roman Empire and so on, and you can see lots of history wherever you go. In Australia, even though we don't have uh, history 
going back um, um, so far as Europe in terms of uh, those sorts of developments. Um, nevertheless, we are one of the most stable countries in the world because of the bedrock of the Christian faith in our society. Joe from Blacktown, thanks so much for your input today here on 2020. Our talkback line open on 1-800-316-316. Robin is in Cabramatta in Sydney. Hello, Robin. Welcome yeah. along. Robin, Hello? what are your thoughts? Hello? To, yes, Robin, you need to turn your radio down in the background. Yeah, but what are your I thoughts? have, okay. but I, I couldn't hear what was being said on the phone. Okay, I Robin, what are your thoughts? I wanted to hear the conversation. Okay. <laughs> Robin, what are your thoughts now? <laughs> okay. Can I speak? You can speak, yes. What are yeah. your thoughts? Look, um, I've said this before, and I really think it's top priority. You know, it's good that we campaign against things, stand up for the truth, but there's nothing can beat the power of the Holy Spirit. We should be praying earnestly, continuously, for the power, for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the, at least on the body of Christ. Do you know that in Wales, when they had their outpouring of the Holy Spirit in 1900, it went for several years, but at least one year, there was no crime in Wales. The police had no, no jobs, no, nothing to do, for, because for one year, there was no crime because of the move of God in Wales. Robin, so many people are in prayer, expectant that there will be a revival in Australia. Uh, some thoughts from David Phillips on what Robin's sharing, because uh, prayer is an integral element, isn't it, of our Christian faith and our expectation of what God can do to preserve and to grow a wonderful nation. Uh, absolutely, Neil. And there are all kinds of prayer networks around Australia uh, encouraging prayer on a great variety of things. So I, I keep getting uh, encouraging, encouraging emails uh, from a, a variety of different groups that are coordinating prayer. So I think there is uh, prayer being encouraged uh, among thousands and thousands of Christians around Australia, and, and that's uh, wonderful and needs to keep going. Thank you to Robin from Cabramatta and a quick thought from you, Ros Phillips, on the issue of prayer because uh, there are those who are on the cutting edge and speaking and articulating these issues of truth and bringing a Christian position of righteousness, but there needs to be an undergirding of prayer. Oh, there absolutely does, Neil. Um, if listeners would like to join us in prayer every Friday at noon, that's when we come together in our Family Voice office to pray as well as uh, individually starting each day with prayer, because without prayer we can do nothing. Um, yes, indeed, and there's talk of having a month of prayer and fasting on the plebiscite issue. Uh, we need a move of God here. We're talking about some of the issues and the challenges that Australia is facing now. We're talking about the timing of their transition. You might like to be a part of our conversation on 1-800-316-316. Before we take any more calls, uh, David and Roz, there is a special meeting for people in southeast Queensland this coming weekend where they'll be able to meet the new leader because uh, Ashley Saunders is going to be a part of 
of what is called a Queensland Annual Review for Family Voice Australia. Uh, David, how important is it for people who perhaps are in South East Queensland, interested in the changes and things that are going on, interested in the good work of Family Voice Australia to actually be at a meeting like that? Oh, well, it's a great opportunity to hear about the work that Family Voice has been doing. Um, I, I will be there giving a report, and so will other people from the Queensland branch, saying what we've been doing uh, and what our plans are. We'll also hear from a keynote speaker, Dr Mark Robinson, who is a, a, a prominent a Queensland member of the Legislative Assembly, and he will speak about what it's like being a Christian in politics. So that's the main program. Ashley Saunders will be there and there'll be an opportunity to, for people to meet him. And for people who are in South East Queensland, that meeting is being held on Saturday between 2 and 4pm at the Brisbane School of Theology in Cross Street in Tawong. And uh, I know that'll be a great opportunity to meet uh, both uh, uh, David Phillips, as we're talking to David today, and also to meet the successor, Ashley Saunders. Well, one eight hundred three sixteen three sixteen. if you'd like to join in our conversation today, let's hear from Deb in Queensland. Hello, Deb. Welcome along. Thanks for being patient. Oh, thank you. God bless you. And thank you. I just want to thank Vision Radio. You're such a blessing. Um, our me and my husband, we don't have any other type of connection rather than just the radio. And uh, we don't even have the Internet anymore. We took it out of our house two years ago and no TV. <laughs> wow. So we almost live like Amish people out here in Woodbury. <laughs> okay. Where, uh, Woodbury. Now, describe where Woodbury is. What uh, major center is that near? Woodbury is close to Yapoon, about wow. eight miles from Yapoon. And Yapoon, uh, just there on the coast yep. from Rockhampton, mm-hmm. uh, for listeners and uh, getting the geography right. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, yes, so uh, so uh, you've been, really, you've decided to turn off the internet. Uh, you, yeah. You've gotten rid of the television. Is that because you're concerned about the moral climate in the nation? It's not just that. You know how sometimes God will allow you get to a point that you're you're faced with one decision or another? And so mine was personally for me is I was addicted to Facebook. I, if you can really, if you're really, people laugh at that, but there is such thing as SMAD, which is social media attention disorder. Or, and so I never thought I had a, a problem with that. But then um, it got to the point that it was almost destroying my marriage. I mean, Facebook was more important than spending time with my husband. Social media was more important than, you know, just, you know, watching TV with him or just reading the Bible together. And it was literally, I had a choice between social media and my walk with God. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. I really don't want to do it, you know, because I was, you know, like, Lord, I'm going to keep my eyes on you. I might sink, but I know I'm going to keep my eyes on you. And so I... I took that big leap. It's almost like, you know, when you get off cigarettes, either you're going to go, you know, cold turkey or you're going to go gradually. Well, I went cold turkey, and I shut it off on April the 12th of this year, and it's not been back on in our house. We completely removed it, including the satellite and the TV connection. Everything is out of the house except for radio. Uh, Deb, it sounds like you've decided to think on whatever is pure and good and lovely. Uh, Roz Phillips, I wonder whether you'd like to uh, respond to Deb because uh, she's been very courageous in the way that she's approached some of the challenges that our nation is facing. Well, absolutely, Deb. I congratulate you. You have, uh, as Neil said, done a courageous thing. Uh, 
I just wish that more people would realise the insidious effect that not only Facebook but other social media and TV and other things can have on our whole way of thinking and our children's way of thinking. Uh, I go by bus into the city every day and I'm amazed at the number of people who just can't sit there without looking at their phones and the internet and Facebook and so on the whole time. They walk along the streets looking at it. And sadly, the messages that they're getting are often not the wholesome messages that uh, have made this country great. So thank you, Deb. I hope that others have the courage to follow your example. Deb from Queensland, thanks so much for your input today here on 2020. Uh, David Phillips, let me ask you uh, something that comes through to me uh, loud and clear is uh, the idea of deception and the idea that somehow or other uh, lots of people seem to be so naive they are not even recognising the possibility of their own deception as I believe uh, Deb, who's just reflected her own Uh, recognition of a challenge that she's been facing she's recognized that hang on a second there was a deception here and uh, and I need to address that in a courageous way and she's done that but but so far as deception goes David your thoughts on on what sort of deceptions might be about here in Australia today that people are not even giving thought to well I think it's uh, uh, we do need to recognize that the whole of the uh, world of the media I'm focusing particularly on television because I know there's a a group of there's an organisation or group of parents called Parents Without TV, so they have made the same sort of decision as Deb has made to say, well, actually our family can function better without TV at all. Uh, Social media is a different matter, Um, but I'll just think for a moment about TV. One of the things that um, we did early in our marriage was to say, well, okay, we're going to have TV, but uh, we will put some parameters around it uh, and say, well, we we won't have it on all the time. Some people just have um, TV on all the time. We'll we'll put some uh, parameters in place, and so we will um, normally not watch it on the Sunday. We will normally not watch it if uh, if visitors call and um, a, a variety of things so and, and we will only watch programs that we've decided in advance that we will want to watch uh, so we we do try to put limits on TV in that way uh, Deb has put limits by saying no TV at all so good on her it's perfectly I grew up without TV and so do lots of people my age so um, and social media uh, likewise the the number of people as, as Ros said who uh, walk along the street uh, glued to their mobile phones and uh, even cross roads without looking to see if there are any cars coming I, I'm amazed that they don't get run over more often um, so we we do need to be the master of the things that influence us particularly when the people in um, particularly in uh, television don't have a Christian worldview at all and it continues to um, purvey or portray uh, a set of values that are alien to the Christian faith. And so we we need to 
be careful to control what we allow into our minds. Ros Phillips, there's deception and there's also distraction and both of those can be very powerful forces that keep people from appreciating truth, appreciating God, connecting with him in any significant way. Your thoughts on, on building on what David said, but, but on the idea of distraction as well as deception. Well, yes, indeed, we can be distracted by things that are not in themselves evil, but simply take us away from priorities that we should have in our lives, priorities of prayer, of uh, reading God's word, of keeping up with friends and so on. And uh, that's a very important element too. And interestingly, if you can reflect on the fact that you've been doing this ministry that you've been doing with Family Voice Australia for over 40 years and the way that somehow or other there are these deceptions, there are these distractions and people need to be courageous enough to actually pull the plug and change things because when it comes to your marriage, when it comes to your family, somehow or other uh, getting caught up in all of this distraction, all of this deception there's got to be something that gives somewhere where someone sort of uh, puts their hand up and says, hang on a second, I, I don't want to be distracted and deceived by that any longer. I want to actually pursue those things that are truthful, those things that are good for the nation. Uh, what sort of uh, thoughts do you have on, on 40 years of actually encouraging people to not be too distracted, not be deceived, but to actually get to the things that are important? Well, Neil, just uh, thinking about our own lives, uh, one of the things that has united us in marriage is that we have a common faith in God and a common set of values. This brings enormous um, uh, bonding, I think, to a marriage to to start out on that basis. And somewhere, I think there's a proverb or something that says three strands are not easily broken. So marriage is rightly a covenant between God and the husband and the wife. There are three strands there and if those three strands are all strong then the marriage will be strong. And uh, one of the things that uh, we have done over the years is in the evening we always sit down at the table and eat dinner together. When we had our children with us, uh, all six of us sat at the same table and we talked about things so the the evening meal was a, a great time of communication and bonding between us. So these things, I think we need to decide what are the important things in life and then not be distracted by things that uh, undermine the important things. Helping you make sense of life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. It's Neil with you, David and Ros Phillips, our guests from Family Voice Australia, reflecting on their long career serving God, 43 years at the helm of Family Voice. And, of course, uh, there's a transition on its way. We are taking calls on 1-800-316-316. Let's take a quick call from Graham in Tasmania. Hello, Graham. Welcome along. Hello, Neil, and uh, welcome to your visitors. Uh, look, these people are doing a wonderful work, but... What's happening is we're working against... Well, we've got Satan working against this world to hate and destroy us. And uh, all these battles are spiritual and, of course, physical. And uh, the Word of God is 
certainly has been through the English-speaking nations to the world. Our countries are war of God, and the other nations are chaos. A lot of these nations are just chaos. Uh, the fact is that people do need to draw closer to God these days. And I'd just say, if we go into the Bible of Isaiah, into that scriptures, and read through there, uh, read the whole thing. It will tell you many things that are happening in this world and the good things at the end of Christ's coming. Uh, good thoughts, Graham. Your thoughts, uh, David, on what Graham is sharing. Well, uh, certainly we, we have um, God's insight into the nature of the human condition in the Bible, and we, th- that's uh, our guide for life. It's the way of salvation, and very important that we continue to, to focus on that. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, Vishal Mangalwadi, who visited us in 2013 uh, with his book, uh, The Book That Made Your World, focuses on how the Christian faith has been fundamental to our whole society and uh, in Australia and other countries that are based on Christian foundations. And as we move away from those foundations, then all the good things that the Christian faith has given to the nation start to crumble. Thank you very much, Graham from Tasmania, for being part of 2020 today. Our special guests, David and Roz Phillips. Uh, you mentioned uh, Vishal Mangalwadi, uh, one of my favourite books, the book that made your world, and I recommended uh, I recommend that listeners get a hold of it wherever you can. Uh, Vishal Mangalwadi sounds a strange name, Indian philosopher, Indian theologian, but a crystal clear thinker when it comes to the way that the Bible has shaped Western civilization. Uh, We're drawing things to a close. Uh, The biggest thing that is facing Australia right now and uh, today the legislation coming into the parliament for a plebiscite on the issue of marriage. Uh, Roz, you've been writing about this of recent days and it's a long battle that you've been involved in. But there are other nations that are are, uh, making all sorts of different uh, different uh, movements than what we are doing and uh, there's things happening in Indonesia where they're moving in a different sort of a direction. Uh, there's one that you've been writing about, Roz, in Mexico. What's been happening in Mexico? Well, it's been uh, a wonderful encouragement except that you wouldn't read about it in the mainstream papers in Australia. Uh, are you aware, Neil, that last Saturday in 75 i believe different cities throughout mexico people marched for true marriage and uh, the numbers if you added them all up came to more than a million people who marched in mexico 1.2 million people i've seen photographs of them absolutely filling great big long streets in a major city and in another photograph just overflowing in in hundreds of thousands, one square in a city. And uh, the ABC did actually do a report, Neil. How many do you suppose they reported marched for marriage in Mexico? Uh, They were a little bit less flattering in the numbers, no doubt? Uh, Yes. The initial report said that thousands marched. And then when more reports came in with photographs, they changed that. And they changed it to tens of thousands. But, of course, the reality was that it was over a million. Now, this should be an encouragement to us that there are many people all around the world who agree that marriage is a very special union 
between a man and a woman. And uh, we need to know that uh, we're not alone, uh, that the people who want to change the meaning of marriage are in fact worldwide in a minority. And with God's help, we can win this. Uh, there are challenges ahead, and if we were reflecting on deception and distraction, I noted there was a news item yesterday, and uh, perhaps you have a comment, uh, David, uh, about the idea that if there's money on both sides of the plebiscite uh, to be spent on advertising, because it'll be coming under the uh, under the uh, banner of electoral type of uh, monies being spent, that there won't be any safeguards as to the truth in advertising. Are we in for a time here uh, where there'll be a lot of deception happening on our television screens when it comes to the marriage debate? Uh, I think that's uh, likely, Neil, sadly, that people... One of the things that we've been countering for many years is the uh, um, misleading statements um, put out by people who are promoting the homosexual agenda things like 10% of the population are homosexual, which is uh, a vast overinflation. It's more like uh, 1% or 2%. And uh, that um, homosexuality, homosexuals are born that way, which is clearly not the case because twins where one twin is a homosexual, the other is not in something like 90% of the cases. So there are all sorts of things that are said um, which are just not true. And so I imagine um, it'll be a challenge of uh, seeking to get the truth out to people of Australia and we can pray that people will not be deceived. Well, there are a lot of battlefronts when it comes to moral issues, when it comes to ethical issues, when it comes to the challenge of Christian righteousness and the voice that we have uh, into the wider society. And uh, while some will say it's going to be a great loss that David and Ros Phillips won't be at the helm of Family Voice Australia, uh, there is some relief that there is a tremendous uh, successor who's going to be uh, a spokesperson on behalf of these sorts of values that people have come to know and expect from Family Voice. Uh, just to mention, there is that meeting that's on this weekend in Brisbane on Saturday. It's called the Queensland Annual Review for Family Voice Australia. The keynote speaker is Mark Robinson, MP, Dr Mark Robinson. The National Director, Dr David Phillips, who's our guest today, and uh, well, along with Roz, but Roz won't be there, but David will be there. Uh, he is there alongside Ashley Saunders, who is the uh, leader in waiting, the successor, and it'll be on between two and four at the Brisbane School of Theology in Cross Street in Tuong. And uh, the invitation is there uh, for people who want to be supportive of the way forward uh, to be a part of that meeting for those in Queensland. Of course, Family Voice has uh, some state leaders right around the nation. Uh, Ros Phillips, just uh, quickly, uh, uh, time's run out, but uh, but you've got state leaders in, in lots of states all around Australia. We do. Um, we're still... Um looking for a, a new Queensland State Director. We're hoping soon to appoint a New South Wales one. We have one in Victoria, in Tasmania, South Australia and Western Australia. And uh, they're all um, working to be a Christian voice in their states. 
Well, I want to thank the two of you for being part of today's conversation and to honour you and for the great work that you have done over 43 years at the helm of Family Voice Australia. Dr David Phillips and Ros Phillips, uh, thank you so much for being with us again today on 2020. It's not the last we'll hear from you, but there is a time coming and I hope listeners uh, will appreciate uh, that there is a time coming when your voice will be less heard and uh, that there'll be another spokesperson and uh, we'll look forward to uh, meeting the successor in the times to come. Uh, David and Roz, thank you so much for being with us today on 2020. Thanks very much, Neil. It's good to be with you. Thank you, Neil, and thank you for Vision Radio. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.